Cynthia's Bible Church is where we are at, and a warm-hearted good morning to you, wherever you are on God's earth this morning. Indeed, a privilege to be in your company, Aboshani, Morweni, Dumilang, Sanbonani, Huimora. Indeed, a privilege to be then with you this day. Start a brand new day to be on God's wake-up list this morning. Aren't you grateful for that? Do you know of the scripture that says God's mercies freshen you with each new daybreak? What a wonderful, powerful, beautiful, stunning scripture that is. God's mercies, fresh and new with each new daybreak. That being said, it's truly Van Rousseau behind the microphone. We'll take you through to 9 o'clock this morning for the first uh, hour or so. We call it daybreak between 6 and 7. And a big thank you to Vusi uh, Liu ending our technical side of life this morning so that I can share with you from God's word. Mm, Vusi, bless your heart and thank you for pushing the buttons, keeping us on air. To you at home, in your car, at your place of work, wherever you are this morning, maybe you've been working night shift, you're about to knock off and uh, go home now, have a, uh, a good sleep. And, uh, well, as you drive home, we'll be keeping you company. As we say here at Radio Puppet, love to be your daily companion in the search for meaning. And I trust that even in this day, you will find meaning in your life, the purpose that God has placed you on this earth for. I want to take you to a scripture in the book of Luke. In fact, it's part of the reading plan for today. We, we uh, since the beginning of the year, are reading through God's Word for uh, the next two years to come. And uh, if you're looking for the reading plan, well, you can just send us a WhatsApp and say a reading plan. We'll make sure you get that link. Funny uh, enough, we see many, many people often sending in that link because you try and uh, save it somewhere and then for some unknown reason, it just disappears. So as for today, as for here now, this morning, I want to take you to the New Testament and I want to take you to chapter 13 of the New Testament. That's where we're reading from on this, the 27th day of February. February has basically come to an end, done, dusted into all eternity. Nothing about February you can ever change. And this day we're reading from Luke 13 and Exodus chapter 10. So if you're wondering where we're reading from in the reading plan, the family of God, that's where we are at Luke 13 and Exodus chapter 10. Now, something that caught my eye in the early hours of this morning is Luke chapter 13 from verse 6. Luke chapter 13 and from verse 6. And it says, he also spoke this parable, this parable, listen to this, a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And immediately we think about that fig tree that Jesus cursed that had no fruit on it. And the disciples absolutely astounded. So I thought in opening the scriptures this morning, I thought, oh, maybe this has got to do with that fig tree. And listen, listen to the story. It says, had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Then he said to the keeper of his vineyard, look, 
For three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and found none. Cut it down. Why does it use up the ground? But then he answered, the keeper of the vineyard answered and said to him, Sir, let it alone this year also until I dig around it and fertilize it. Digging around it and fertilizing it. And if it bears fruit, well, but if not, after that, you can cut it down. It started me thinking on bearing fruit. Bearing fruit for the Lord Jesus Christ. What does it even mean to bear fruit? And we know that in Galatians 5, 22, 23, the Bible speaks about the fruit singular of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law, says the Bible. Galatians 5.23, the fruit of the Spirit. Somebody once said, if you've got love and you've got self-control, then the others will fall into place. How are you doing on this Monday morning, the 27th of February, year of our Lord, 23, with bearing fruit. What does your tree, your life, my life, looks like? Why am I talking about this? Because this past weekend, I had the privilege of meeting a man, this past weekend, who came to the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ at the age of 57, six years ago. And the gentleness, the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the faithfulness, the self-control. Man, it just blew me away. I sat in that man's presence and I, and I thought, Lord, I so yearn to be back at that place. And this man testified. He said, you know, and, he, and his eyes tears up when he says that. He says, for, for twi- so many years, 57 years of his life, he was a heart-hardened soul. He says, life was all about him and what he wanted. And then he met the garden keeper, the vine keeper. Then he met Jesus Christ, surrendered his life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what? I didn't ask him about his testimony prior to this. I didn't walk up to him and say, hey, nice to meet you. Please share your testimony with me. No. Only after recognizing the fruit of the Spirit in his life, only after recognizing this giant of a man, his love, his joy, his peace, his patience, his kindness, his goodness, his faithfulness, unashamedly speaking about what Jesus has done for him. You know, I always say it on this radio station, watching, somebody is watching, somebody is listening. 
And so I want to talk to you about bearing fruit. Fruit is a, is a result of a healthy plant, don't you agree? Producing what it's designed to produce. How often have I not said on this radio station, I've yet to see an apple tree with a banner on top that tells you, I'm an apple tree. No, no. No, no, it is not by the banner on top of it that you recognize the tree. It is by the fruit. There in the Eastern Cape, if you drive down a, a, a road to, all the way to Mischand, it's called the Langkloof. They, they, they're growing peaches there. They're growing lemons there. They're growing all sorts of wonderful trees. And you know what? Coming from the city is sometimes hard to recognize the trees unless... There is fruit on the tree. You will know, ah, that's a peach tree. Ah, that's a lemon tree. And so in the Bible, the word fruit is often used to describe our outward actions that results from the condition of the heart. The condition of the heart. Wat die hart van vol is, loop die mond van oor en weis die lewe baie duidelik. My brother, my sister, good fruit is that which is produced by the Holy Spirit. It gives us a starting place. The fruit of the Spirit, His Spirit, God's Spirit. Can you testify to that? You know what blew me away this weekend? This man sharing the gospel in such a loving way. Not like a bull in a china shop. But you could pick up the love for the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and every time you speak about what the Lord has done for him, his eyes just well up. He says, man, six years down the line, I still can't believe that God in his infinite love saved me. And the more we allow the Holy Spirit free reign in our lives, the more this fruit is evident. That fruit that I'm speaking about. The Bible says in Galatians 5.16, he says, Walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. I struggled with the desires of the flesh this past weekend. There's so much around us, so much noise, so much to see, so much to keep the eyes and the ears busy. Walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of of the flesh. There's the instruction. If only we would do it. Jesus told his followers, he says, I chose you and appoint you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. How's your fruit doing this morning? Are you struggling with fruit flies? Hmm? Fruit that will last. John fifteen sixteen. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he might give it to you. Righteous fruit has eternal benefit. What does our fruit look like before the throne of God this morning? Jesus told us, Clearly what we must do to bear fruit. He says, abide in me. Abide in me. As a branch cannot bear fruit all by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me, said Jesus. I am the vine. You are the branches. And then listen to this. My brother, my sister. He 
who abides in me, and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from me, will you bear fruit this day, this Monday, 27th of February? A branch must stay firmly attached to the trunk to stay alive. Are you attached to the Lord Jesus Christ? We call ourselves disciples, followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we must stay firmly connected to Him to remain spiritually productive. I think you would agree with me. A branch draws its strength, its nourishment, its protection, its energy from the vine. And if it's broken off, it dies quickly. Iemand het nou daar gesê, man, ja, man is soos een bruifleisvier, nee, as iemand die nou om omsien, nie gaan die ding dood. And sadly so, many of us, kings, priests and prophets, those who have been called, have fallen by the wayside. We but a flickering ember of our former self become unfruitful. We neglect our spiritual life. We ignore the word of God. We skimp on prayer. And withhold areas of our lives from the scrutiny of the Holy Spirit. We're like a branch broken off, off the vine. And our lives become fruitless. How are you doing this morning? Many years ago, he's gone to be with the Lord now. A brother in the Lord. He said, there's only one thing that really matters. Is when last have you led a lost soul to the Lord Jesus Christ? When last? Just think on that. We need to daily surrender. We need to daily surrender. Daily communication. Daily. Sometimes hourly. Repentance. A connection with the Holy Spirit in order to walk in the Spirit and not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Man, it's all around us. It's a struggle for life and death. The Bible says the lion... Satan walks around like a prowling lion, seeing whom he can devour. I want to encourage you, stay intimately connected with the true vine. It's the only way to bear fruit, even in old age, the only way to bear fruit. Psalms 92.14 says, they still bear fruit in their old age. They are ever full of sap and green. Is that you? <laughs> the dung of what Jeno says, old age. But the Bible says to run and not grow weary. You know that beautiful scripture, Isaiah 40 and verse 31. But they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Wacht jy op die Heere vanochtend? Hoe lyk my en jou vrug wat ons dra? They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Not grow weary in doing well. You know, you, you know what is scary about our discussion right now? One counterfeit to bearing good fruit is pretense. You know, you know what I mean by that? Because we can become experts at the routines. Yeah, I've been doing this for 17 years. The lingo, acting Christian. How do you know? How will you know? How will I know about you? And then there's no real power, no bearing eternal fruit. And our hearts remain self-centered, angry and joyless, even while we go through the motions of serving God. Iemand sê vir my, die ander dag, ek raak so makkelijk, ergerlik. 
I, I lose my temper easily. What happened to our joy? We can so easily slip into the sin of the Pharisees of Jesus' day in judging ourselves by how we think we appear to others. Hmm, Neglecting that secret place of the heart where all the fruit germinates. When we love, we desire, pursue, and fear the same things that the rest of the world does. You and I, we're not abiding in Christ. As you the good life it, what the world life it. If you pursue it, even though our lives may be filled with church-related activities, often we don't re- even realize that we are living fruitless lives. 1 John 2 and verse 15 speaks about that. Do not love the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the Father's love is not in him. For all that is in the world, all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh. Goed wat ons oor sien. Die poon, die koos, die oorvloed. Die goed wat op specials is. The desires of the eye, the pride of life. All these things is not of the Father. It's not of the Father, but it's worldly things. My brother, my sister, can I say this to you? And forgive me, we didn't start this Monday to, to step on each other's toes, but we need to speak truth to one another. Our works will be tested by fire. Our works will be tested by fire. The Bible says if anyone builds on this foundation using gold and silver, costly stones, wood or hay or straw, their works will be shown for what it is because the day it will bring to light. On that day, it will be revealed with fire and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. Your work, my work, everyone. If what has been built survives, well, the builder will receive its reward. If it's burned up, the builder will suffer loss. God is the judge of even the thoughts of our motivations and the thoughts of our heart. And all will be brought to light when we stand before Him. All will be brought to light. I want to say this to you. A poor widow in a one-room hut can bear as much fruit as a televangelist, as a a preacher on radio pulpit, leading giant crusades. If that poor widow is surrendered to God in everything and using all that is given to her for His glory. As fruit is unique to each tree, our fruit is unique to God. God knows what is entrusted to each of us and what is expected us to do with it. Our responsibility before the Lord is to be faithful with little. So that he can trust us with much. Matthew 25, 21, his master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. What will it be on that final day? Can you testify this morning? Can you really and truly say this morning, Lord, my fruit, Lord, Holy Spirit, you in me, Galatians 2.20, it is no longer I that live, but Christ who lives in me. Therefore, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, faithfulness. 
Or are we lacking? Are we lacking? Father, we come to you in the name of your son, Yeshua. I confess, Lord, that Lord, sometimes we without fruit, Lord. And we try and justify it and say, but it, it's the season, Lord. I'm in a winter season. I'm in an autumn season, Lord. And sometimes we try and justify it, Lord. Because we have fallen to the things of this world. And so I pray, Lord Jesus Christ, that you will help us this day to die to self. That we in this day will seek to bear fruit for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. So that others would recognize that fruit and say, I want what you have. What is it inside of you that makes you so different? How is it possible that one man can change so much that you and I can stand up and say, but it is God. It is the Son, Jesus. It is the Holy Spirit. The Ruach of God that is brought inside of me. Love for all mankind, irrespective of race, creed, or color. Love for one another. Love for God. Joy, 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 peace. In spite of load shedding and, and the chaos in our country, patience in the way we drive on our highways and our byways, kindness to one another, irrespective of race, creed, or color. Goodness, irrespective of race, creed, or color. Faithfulness to God. Gentleness above all towards our family, our children, our husbands, our wives, our sons and our daughters, our in-laws, and self-control. Lord, help us with self-control in this day. In Jesus' name, I pray this. Amen. And amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for who you are and what you're doing in the hearts of men and women this morning. We honor you and we love you. Baie dankie dat jy bereid was om na my te luister. Mag die Heere jou in hierdie morgen kom aanraak. Ek het vir Franna Benara op die draaitafel. Een lied getiteld Yahweh. Is een redelike aptempo lied, maar Terwijl ek en jy ons vrug onderzoek voor die aangezicht van die Heere, dat ons sê, Heere, alles gaan oor u. Alles gaan oor Yahweh, dat ons hom verheerlik in Jezus naam.